Jesus went to the district of Tyre and entered a house and wanted no one to know about it, but he could not escape notice. Soon a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syro-Phoenician by birth. She begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Then he said to her, for saying this, you may go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, we're right in the book of Genesis right now. For those of you following along at home, we're reading the first parts of the book of Genesis. And it's good to, when we look at Genesis, to look for the spiritual meaning that is in the text. So today we have this beautiful uh, part of Genesis chapter 2. And when God enters into covenant with Adam and Eve, and the creation of Eve and the first covenant of our parents, the matrimonial covenant, the first covenant of God, and how that is God's plan. So there's an historical event there, but you have to look deeper and to look at the spiritual meanings that are in the text. And this, when we see this today, we see Adam and Eve and their matrimony. We see God's plan. This is God's plan for the whole human race. God uh, brought, made man and woman, brought them together, and the two become one flesh. And then from that union of a man and woman, and by God's will, come families. And families populate the earth. So this is God's really, you see this unfolding throughout all of history, throughout all of time. God's plan for man and woman to come together for their own good and then for the good of the whole human race, populating the whole world. You know, a covenant is when you add, it's the way you add to your family. So when you enter into a covenant, it adds to your family members. So this is the way God developed for us to be in covenant with him because the two families come together and two families are increased and then that new new couple makes a new family and the chain of life continues. The chain of blessing of God upon the world continues and continues. And when you look a little deeper at it, you see it also points to the church because Jesus wants to marry us. Jesus is called the bridegroom, and we are called the bride of Christ. And St. Paul, if you look at Ephesians 5, St. Paul uses this great mystery of Adam and Eve to explain about how God is marrying his church, how we are, we are the bride of Christ. We are the bride, and he is the bridegroom in this whole mystery of the church. And you see it even unfold 
right there, you see this whole scripture, this whole, <laughs> this whole act in Genesis chapter 2 is being fulfilled in John chapter 19. When Jesus, is, after he dies, he is stabbed through the heart and the blood and water come out of his body. That is just like Eve being made out of the rib of uh, Adam. This birth now of the, new, of the new bride of Christ, the church, which is us. You see it fulfilled right in the life of Jesus. And it continues. So as our gospel reminds us, you know, <laughs> if you look at Genesis 2, who does the devil attack right away? The married couple. He attacks the family right from the beginning. And he hasn't quit. <laughs> the devil hasn't quit attacking married couples. He hasn't quit attacking the family. So it's why today I think it's important for us to come together and pray for all the married couples, especially the ones that we know and especially the ones in our parish here, that God may continue to strengthen this beautiful plan that has brought us to where we are today, this beautiful plan of matrimony.